Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children, 18 plus. You are tuned in to the Lone Officer Podcast with me, Dustin Owen, and my main man, JC. John Coleman. Dio, what's poppin'? Well, JC, it looks like the debt ceiling crisis has been averted. All of that praying you did over Memorial Weekend, it worked. What, that imaginary number from the fake money that we spent? Hey, congratulations, John. So stupid. Came into the office. People like Kevin Murphy are thrilled because they just saw mortgage rates tick down by an eighth of a percent with the good news. I haven't turned on the news and I think over seven to ten years. And that's why you are a better person than so many others. Including yours truly. Hey, let's jump right into today's episode. Oh my gosh. Is it? Whoa, 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 hey, whoa. No. Because here's the deal. Here's the deal. For all of our TLOP fans, right? The TLOPers out there, you all understand for years. I've been like, look, don't let the name fool you. This is shit they should have taught us in school, but they didn't. That's what we are out to do. We're out to shape the American populace one person at a time, teaching them the stuff that wasn't taught in school. So that is not just mortgages. That is not just buying a home. Right? That is everything that encapsulates becoming more fiscally, cons- uh, not conservative, more fiscally responsible, mm-hmm. making good choices in life, getting the motivation, being entertained, like just talking about general business practices, especially as it pertains to the household, as well as some career advice, some sales advice, some entrepreneurship advice, et cetera, yeah, yeah, et cetera, yeah, 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 blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yes. But occasionally, let the name for you. Oh. This is a show for mortgage loan originators, for mortgage sales professionals. Yeah. There are certain tools that I've picked up along the way, whether it was being a top producer myself, being a top producing branch manager, a top producing area manager, or just having this podcast where for the past three years, you and I've had the opportunity to literally interview some of the best of the best in the industry. And these are the tools and the resources that these guys and girls are using to be the best in the industry. So if you're looking to become better than what you are today, if you're looking to reinvest into your craft, into the service that you provide, then here are some tools that we recommend based on my personal use, based on the use of the loan originators who work for me in one of my branches, or my friends in the industry who don't work for me in one of my branches, but they're people I look up to, I respect the hell out of because they run an awesome book of business they produce a lot of loans okay all right let's go that's what it's going to be it should be short should be to uh to the point i'm going to give some shout outs to some companies out there again these are companies that i have vetted they have not paid me for these shout outs these are companies that hey look if i went hardcore back into production i would be signed up with at least seven of these 10 Mm. if not all 10 and i'm even going to throw in some bonuses along the way okay so here it goes. Okay. First and foremost, and in no real particular order, although I'm going to try to frame it uh, to where it's a, maybe a hierarchy of like how someone's career may go or how their year looks. But first and foremost, for those people out there that need CE and you're not ready to become a Premium Plus member, check out what the, what the guys and girls over at the Knowledge Coop are doing. Hold on, before you get started, say I'm super new. What the hell is CE? Continuing education. All right, and why so do I... So when you're a licensed mortgage loan originator, you more than likely had to take a 20-hour class. Yeah. By the way, Knowledge Coop is a great place to go to take your 20-hour class. 
Then you had to pass your exam, mm-hmm. which meant you probably found our buddy Rocky over at MLO Study Buddy. Shout out, Rocky. You bought Rocky study material. You hopped on, on Rocky's Facebook group. You studied your butt off. You passed. But now every year you have to take continuing education. So you have to pay money, go through trainings mm. in order to say, yes, I'm staying current with X, Y, and Z as it pertains to regulation and compliance. And if I don't take it, do I lose my license? Do yes. I lose? Oh, okay. Yep, yep. In order to get to renew your license, you have to take CE. Gotcha. Now, if you work for a bank or a bank-owned mortgage lender, then you have a different type of CE that your 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 particular employer is doing on your behalf. Okay. Behind the scenes uh, with your involvement, but it's not the same. Gotcha. Right? So not every licensed MLO has to do annual CE because there's a carve out for those that work for a bank or bank done lenders. But nonetheless, Knowledge Coop is like my resource for CE and with compliance. Like I run it, help run a mortgage company. We're going to use Knowledge Coop to make sure that we are giving all of our MLOs the proper compliance training that's required by us, the lender, to make sure they, the, the associates, take. Hmm. All right. So um, shout out to Ken Perry and his whole entire team. That's just a, hey, Kind of what you need to be led in the door, right? That's a ticket of of, of admission. Of admission, yeah. Like okay, um, but then there goes into this. When I talk about the ten percent, by the way, the ten percent can be, hey, I spend ten percent of or five percent on marketing, advertising, past client events, realtor events, lunch and learns, happy hours, sure, right? Like. Like, so when I'm saying the 10%, I'm not saying all 10% of your pay needs to go into all these products and services. You may choose two or three, you may choose one, you may choose all 10, depending on where you are in your career, depending on what your career goals are, depending on how much money 10% is. Like, look, if you only funded $6 million and made 60 grand, well, then you only have $6,000 to reinvest back in yourself. If you funded 40 million, you made 500 grand, you have fifty thousand dollars to re to reinvest back into yourself, right? And it's a lot easier to make big investments when you're making big money, and then you use those big investments to improve your business, improve the service that you're giving to your clients, improve your lifestyle, or to improve your production, mm-hmm. right? That's the goal. You shouldn't just be spending this because it's like, oh, it's fun. Like, no, it's, it's an investment to your business. It's a tool. Make sure you're using those tools to cultivate some kind of a benefit for yourself because here's the problem many people are going to make the mistake to go out and they're going to pay for all these tools and be like they don't work i don't know what's wrong with it it ain't working yeah well look it's only going to help you with what you're already doing so if you're not already doing the heavy lifting if you're not already doing the gritty and the grindy then you're wasting your money. Sign up for a gym membership and not going to the gym and then blaming the damn gym like you should don't work. Yes. It's a perfect analogy, John. That is the perfect analogy. So, like, these are tools for people who are serious about their business. These are tools for people who are picking up the phone and who are actually making phone calls, hosting events, getting face-to-face, getting belly-to-belly, working their past client database. They have a database. You know, like, these are things that that people need to have. That's why this show is like tools, every business mortgage loan originator. Like these are business yeah. tools for mortgage loan originators, okay? The first one was was Knowledge Coop just because that's a necessity. We have to do that. It's required of us. That's my go-to. That's why I wanted to shout out Ken and the crew over at Knowledge Coop. But then there's other things that I would prioritize. Just I just would okay. as a loan officer. And those things would be? I need a CRM, period, end of story. I honestly 
and I learned this from my from my business partner Mike Smalley, who's one of the best mortgage originators I know. Right, he's a sixty to ninety million dollar originator year in year out, and has been for for decades. Numbers, bless you. <laughs> Mike will tell you the best CRM is the one that you use because so few loan officers actually use a CRM. <coughs> Excuse me. They may have a CRM, but they don't open it. They don't log in. They don't use it. Well, they just go off of memory and like, what's the latest text message they have? They wing it. Really? Yes. There's no, it's kind of like, you know, there's people that go to the gym and they have no routine. They have like, they don't know why they're there. Maybe oh, there's a cute girl over there. I'll go do that piece of equipment. Mm. Oh, that looks like my friend over there. I'll go do that exercise. But they don't consistently show up. They don't consistently follow a routine. There's no pattern to what they're doing. Mm. There's really no purpose to what they're doing. CRMs are people who are purposeful, but it's the first place to start. You need one. My preferred CRM is Jungo. Like that's the one that we use. We operate our 11 branches. Our 65 loan officers are all supported by Jungo. It is Salesforce based. So Salesforce is one of the greatest CRMs in the world. We use Jungo. Now, you may use Surefire. Shout out to Maggie. She was a guest on the show a couple uh, episodes back. Mm -hmm. Surefire is a decent CRM. Sherpa was a decent CRM. Like, there's other, like, you know, good CRMs. I just use Jungo. I would start with a CRM. You need a CRM and you need to use it. You also need to know what the hell you're talking about. You have to separate yourself. You have, you have to have conversations with your borrowers that are different than the conversations that the call center loan officer may be having that the ex-bank teller slash mm -hmm. uh, business banker slash loan officer at the small credit union may be having, right? So I separate myself by knowing the markets. I learned the markets by following Barry Habib, right? MBS Highway. To me, a service like that. Now, Barry's mine. That's one that I've been using, but there's also MBS Authority, I've shouted out this guy, Dan Rowich on Facebook. You can follow Dan. Dan gives good updates, but you need to learn what is happening in our economy. How does that impact home buyers, interest rates, sales of homes, et cetera. And if you're a member of MBS Highway, you have a crazy amount of tools. Like, I mean, he has so many tools that I don't even get to use them all, but there are tools that I could use to help market myself, to help present to a realtor or to a borrower why it may make sense to own and not rent or why I shouldn't freak out even if I have to pay a little bit over the appraised value in order to get uh, a home under contract, et cetera. But like, these are things that I would, I would need. By the way, on top of that, I probably need some kind of accountability partner, some kind of coach. Now that may be your branch manager. And if it is high freaking five, like high five, Right, there are a lot of great branch managers out there. There's also a lot of branch managers that um, don't have a whole lot of bandwidth and they might not have enough time. Or sometimes there's what we call academic inbreeding. It's like, look, I learned a lot from my branch manager, but I want to get an outside perspective or I want to get some more one on one intentional time. Mm -hmm. You need professional development. Now, again, professional development might not come from coaching, it may come from going to conferences or going to conventions. Like part of that 10% isn't necessarily all these tools. Part of that 10% may be marketing cost, maybe money spent on lunches and lunch and learns. It may also be money spent on conferences and conventions, as well as some of these tools. That's where it's gonna matter how much 10% is. 
if it's only six grand, you have less of a budget than someone who's is mm-hmm. 60 grand. All right. But at some point in your career, you're going to need a hand. You're going to need somebody to pump you up when you're doubting yourself. Self-doubt is natural. It is normal. It is okay, but it's not okay for you to get comfortable with it. It's okay even if it happens and it's better when you acknowledge it happened and you have someone in your corner who's willing to pump you up when you need it. You also need somebody to call you out on your bullshit. You just do. Right? If you're being lazy, you need somebody to politely but sternly tell you you're being lazy. When you are having self-doubt, you need somebody to call you out on it. So some form of a coach, some form of, of a support system. Again, you may find it in your branch for free. You may find it with a colleague for free. We call them accountability partners. Or you may want to sign up for some type of coaching. And maybe early on, based on where you are in your career, you can only spend 99 bucks a month at which point you're going to get $99 per month coaching, which is what we offer through tloponline.com. You may want to step up your game and and pay $3,700 to have more individualized coaching, coaching that holds you accountable, coaching that gives you homework assignments, coaching that makes you read books. Awesome. Or you may be at a point in your career where you're like, hell no, I'm reaching out to Justin and Amir over at Growth Only Coaching. I'm a big boy. I'm a big girl. I'm going next level. Look, their coaching is legit. It is phenomenal. It is all in. It's also costly, right? I think their coaching starts at like eight grand. Then it goes up to like 12 grand. And this is sometimes only for six months of coaching. But you have to ask yourself, what's my ROI? How many extra transactions am I going to close? Not just in that six month period of time, but for the 60 months that precede it. Ah, Yeah, eight grand is pretty easy when I think about closing an extra 12 loans a year and 12 loans a year may very well equal 40 or 50 grand in commission. So I would look for a coach pretty early on. CRM, must have. Understanding the markets, I have to differentiate myself and I need to have somebody who is teaching me showing me how to run a successful business. How do I lead generate? What, what should I be tracking? What should I be saying? What's a good script? What does my day look like? What are some activities? When do I need to hire an assistant? How, how do I hire an assistant, right? These are all things that typically a business coach who specializes in mortgage, that's what they do. And then you start looking at other aspects of running a business. Cause that's what we do as mortgage loan originators. We are running a business. You may be W2'd, you may work for a top 50 or top 25 or top 10 lender in America. But at the end of the day, you're 100% commissioned. Nine times out of 10, you are 100% commissioned. You work for yourself. Those referral partners refer you because you're great at what you do. So when you're running a business, you have to start thinking about, well, what else do I need in order to differentiate myself to be the most knowledgeable, the most subject matter experty mm-hmm. that there is? Well, I'm going to want to know something about what's going on in the housing market. I need to like subscribe to publications that write articles that keep me in the know. So then that way I can regurgitate that information to others who aren't in the know. And if it's really good, I need to share that information. So now it's, it's giving me content. Mm. Dude, I love housing wire. Go to tloponline.com. And, and we have a section where it's like, what's Dio reading? 
and I think we call it right now in the news, mm -hmm. you will notice probably two out of every three articles are Housing Wire related. Mm -hmm. Now, they're not the only publication. Like, I, I read Housing Wire. I read Rob Chrisman's daily email. I subscribe to Elliot Eisenberg's, which is highly recommended, daily email, where it's like what's going on in the economy in like 60 seconds or less. Mm -hmm. um, there's also MBA Newslink, right? That comes from the Mortgage Bankers Association. But Housing Wire, for me, that's my go-to. If I had one, I need to know what's going on in the news myself. I need to be able to understand it, regurgitate it. So I'm the subject matter expert in my community. And then when the content's really good, I need to be able to forward it, share it, or create my own content piece off, off of their information. So that's a place that I would go. How about this? Data. We live in a data-dependent world. Mm -hmm. If I'm a top-producing loan originator, I want that data at my fingertips. We have tools, we have companies out there that give us that data. MMI, you have heard me talk about MMI over and over mm -hmm. again. It is, um, I wish I could remember, market intelligence. MMI stands for something market intelligence. I'm surprised more people don't know about it when you mention it. It's like looking at people's report cards and shit. It is. It is 100% like looking at someone's report card. Right? Yeah. L reach out to my girl, Melissa Syke. She's on um, LinkedIn, S-I-K-E. But MMI is what I use. Literally, if I'm going to go have a meeting with John Coleman, and John Coleman's a realtor. And before I go on that meeting, I want to know, man, how many listings did John have last year, last month? How many buyers did he help? What loan officers is he currently referring? MMI gives me that data. Let's say I want to look up a particular loan officer. Maybe I'm a branch manager. Maybe I want to figure out, is this a loan officer that I think would, would work well into my system? I don't know. What's their product mix? What's their units? What's their volume? Are they builder referred or realtor referred? How many construction loans are they doing versus HELOCs? MMI gives me that data. Let's say I want to pull up an entire office an entire Remax office. I can get that data, pull it pulls the entire agent roster, and I can sort by who is currently active, who currently is working with buyers. So MMI is a tool that as a loan originator, I can pull the data I need so that I can figure out who to target, how much time to spend with them, what's my opportunity, who am I competing against, right? It lets me see underneath their bed or as you say, let's me look at the report card, mm -hmm. right? How cool is that to have as a tool, as a loan originator? Look, me having MMI is not going to be the reason why I close five, seven, or 10 transactions this month. Me having MMI is gonna allow me to focus my attention on the things that give me the greatest opportunity so I waste less time, right? That's what MMI is gonna do for me. How about this? I'm a sales professional. My job is to encourage people through the words I use, through the way that I communicate, to use me, to buy into me, to trust me, my product, my service. But you know how few mortgage professionals actually practice the craft of presenting, who understand the neuroscience of sales? Right, at some point, I'm going to want to study that. And more than likely, my mortgage business coach, they may be better at it than me, and they may be able to share some things that they've learned along the way. 
But if I actually wanted to become a great presenter, if I actually wanted to learn a thing or two about becoming a better salesperson, I need to become a better communicator, a, a communicator, a more effective communicator. I should study it and practice it. My favorite, and this dude's been a guest on the show twice now, yep. Renee Rodriguez. Shout out, Renee. Yeah, like his company is called Amplify. And I, he spells it a little bit different. A-M-P-L-I-F-I-I, I think. Mm -hmm. His book that came out last year is Amplify, spelled the right way. Your, your influence. Your influence. Yes. But whether I am subscribing to Renee's monthly service or whether I'm bucking up and dropping my five, six grand to go to one of his workshops, that's a three-day workshop, where I'm going to be in a room with only like six or ten other mortgage professionals, like at some point in my career, I'm going to want to invest in that. And by the way, I have yet to do it. Renee gives me shit, but I haven't done it yet. It is on my bucket list. Like literally, Amplify event is on my bucket list. And it's because not what Renee has sold me. And Renee's a great salesman. And he is always selling. That dude is always on. He's always selling. But it's what other people have told me about the event. Life changing. Oh my God. Like capital O, capital M, capital G. Right? So like, I want to do that because that's something I've yet to experience. I'm sure I have room for improvement as a mortgage loan originator. And then like the last couple of things that I had on here, we all should be utilizing video. If I could send you a text, is a text as good as me sending you a, a actual video message? If I could send you an email, how cool would it be to have an email where the message was embedded? You could actually see me, hear me, hear my voice inflections, notice when I pause, know whether or not I am smiling or whether or not I'm being stern. If I just relied on email, you don't get that. Dude, for like less than hundred bucks a month, you could have an account like CoVideo. And there's BombBomb. I prefer CoVideo, but I've used both. Like you should look into stepping up the way that you communicate your messaging to your clients. And then there's like really cool apps and plugins. HomeBot is one that I think if you're a mortgage loan originator and you're trying to stay in front of your, your clients, especially your closed clients, HomeBot's a phenomenal tool to make sure that every month you're staying in front of them with the hope that when they're ready to buy again, that they call you. Now your CRM should be doing some of that as well. But like I use my CRM more on the front side of things. I wanna categorize my prospects, my leads. I wanna categorize my realtors. I wanna be able to monitor who do I call last, who do I need to call next? My CRM also does some post-closing for me, but I also love companies like HomeBot because they have a, a technology that's really cool that I can upload my past clients into. And the goal is that I want my past clients to come back to me. I don't want them to go to their bank, to their credit union, to the online lender, or the recent advertisement they saw while watching the Super Bowl, or in today's day and time, watching the NBA playoffs. No one watches that, by the way. Or the Stanley Cup. Or the Stanley Cup. It's because yeah. there's weirdo teams in that. Nobody's watching yep. that. And then there's like, like we didn't even get into Mortgage Coach. Like we're going to get into Finlocker, which Finlocker has a phenomenal partnership with Home Scout. But I'm doing one better on that one. I'm going to have Brian View with Finlocker come on the show and talk about their new product because their new product has me excited. I don't know enough about it. I want to learn about it. But you know one of my underlying themes is financial literacy, right? I want to teach people. We kicked off the show talking about this. 
everything that should have been taught in school but didn't. The bulk of our episodes should be around that topic, less, hey, let's geek out for mortgage folks. And Brian has a technology between his company at Finlocker and a partnership they have with HomeScout that allows us as the mortgage loan originator to bring a tool to everyday Americans that's gonna help them not just get home purchase ready, but also become less of a mess when it comes to things like budgeting, things like paying their bills on time, things like saving for retirement so that they can retire and retire in a lifestyle that um, they've always dreamt of, right? So like in a nutshell, to wrap up and put a pretty bow on this episode, these are the tools that mortgage loan originators should be looking into. These aren't the only tools, right? These aren't the only companies. These are the ones that when John came into my office and said, Dio, let's do an episode. Do you have a title? I said, yes, I have one. I've been thinking about it for the past three days based on a coaching call that I had Monday night. And I go, I think not enough people understand that A, this is out there and B, they need to be investing in it. And, and C, make this point loud and clear. None of this is going to be the reason why you close three, four, or five loans a month. None of this is why you close eight to 10 loans a month. All of this helps you get to three, four, five closings a month consistently. All of this makes it easier for you to get to eight, 10, or even 12 closings a month, right? You can close business without any of these tools, but if you're willing to invest in these tools, I think you'll find getting to that next level will become easier. The way that you treat your clients and your referral partners will be better. And that's, I think, what I was trying to get across. Look into these companies, check them out. These are tools that if you are a loan originator being coached by me, I would be telling you, are you using these tools? What tools are you using? Because these fill in so many gaps. And if it hasn't been taught to you, you should be spending 10% of your annual income being reinvested into yourself. Again, that could be marketing, that could be conferences, conventions, coaching, or one of these tools or a tool like it that enhances what a business professional brings to their client and to the referral sources, especially business professionals that are in the mortgage industry. And I wanna give two last shout outs. We'll do these shout outs at the end. Okay. But we'll give a shout out to Tara up in Michigan. Shout out Tara. Yes, Tara has been absolutely advocating on behalf of us getting up to Michigan and doing one of our learn, earn, and grow sales events. Oh, shit. Right, one of our loan officer mastermind, let's get 100 plus loan officers in a room and let's spend four hours coaching them, motivating them, teaching them tips, tricks, strategies, tactics on what it takes to be a successful mortgage loan originator in 2023 and 2024. Tara wants us up in Michigan. She reached out to me. I told her what it took and she literally is just bulldogging it. And then I want to give a shout out to a listener, David Gentilly. And I'm going to pronounce it Gentilly, David, because I have a friend, Steve Gentilly, whose last name is spelled just like yours. I don't know if it's pronounced, but it's spelled the same way. But David sent me the nicest message on LinkedIn today. And was, he's up in um, Gainesville, Georgia. Right, so somewhere close to Atlanta. Go I'm Gators. Sure. No, no, Georgia. Go Bulldogs. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? He could be Clemson. He could be Clemson's Georgia in Georgia. Oh no, it's not. It's in South Carolina. Carolina, but you get a lot of really? Northern Georgia people end up liking the uh, Clemson Tigers. So 
Who knows what team he cheers for, John? But I want to give a shout out because he literally said, Dio, I started listening around episode 70. Like 250 episodes ago, plus. Damn, that's a lot. He goes, I left a very successful career as a top salesman. I think he was selling Porsches mm-hmm. up in the greater Atlanta area. Um, dove into mortgages. I've grinded it like you told me to. I've listened to almost every single episode, and I'm doing it, brother. He's like, I'm doing oh, it. Yeah, I locked in five loans this week. I am doing it. And he just wanted to say thank you, literally. So I'm like, you know what, David? You took the time to say thank you. I'm going to take the time to say thank you for thanking me. Mm. And keep on grinding, brother, because if you locked in five loans this week or in the past week in this market, you will be your net, your your company's next top producer. So nonetheless, he's John Coleman. My name is Dustin Owen. If you haven't done so already, please check out our website, T-L-O-P, T-L-O-P, online.com. That is all we have to say about what we talked about today, but we will catch you on the next episode. Peace.